in a universe where life does not end at death. We explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to Arthadian Anthologies. Before we get started, I just want to inform you that this series was recorded over Discord. If the quality dips, it's due to connection issues. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to a Reborn in Power series featuring the New Age squad of Chosen. Iraq, Sai, Marmaduke 9, and Liam followed their prologue before the events of the New Age campaign and maybe catch some foreshadowing elements along the way. Last we left off, a rock Sai and Marmaduke 9 let the bartender leave to the Turth Inn in order to gather his family and escape the city. But upon exiting the inn, Sai received eerie messages in the message board of the codex she had hacked into. The first message being about gathering into groups. Then the second message came after meeting a young boy named Tatan, who has an uncle in Core Command. The message said to capture cleanse the city, starting with the one they found. Turned out, the one they captured was the bartender, which in turn caused our chosen to feel the need to step in and save him. And that they did. As they were able to fend off the mob, Iraq was able to get the bartender away. And in the last moments when another group was returning, Core Command landed nearby and began handling the threat, while the commander of the squad gathered you all up to take you to safe to a safe location. Now, as the four of you are taken back to the command vessel, you watch as the rest of the officers neutralize the threat in a non-lethal manner. Upon entering the pod, there is a large rectangular room with five doors, including the one you entered. The commander opens the one to the left of you and walks down a small hallway to another door at the end. In this hall, you see hollow picks hung up on the wall as uh, of it seems that the hollow picks have de- depict the officers you saw out there, including the commander. Sai, if you would please roll me a perception check. Of course, of course. Twelve total. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it seems uh, with all the stress of the situation, you hurry down the hall with the rest of the party. You don't, you don't see anything. You're, you're kind of too distracted with everything going on. <laughs> you, a lot going on. Yeah, uh, you all make it into the into a lounge room 
with a kitchen area behind a, a nice sofa as a large monitor shows an animated show known as the Legend of Vector. And the commander looks over towards the three of you, well, the four of you, because uh, Arak still has in his arms, in his arm, yanking him, uh, the bartender. <laughs> the bartender's just like, oh, thank God, we're, we're with Core Command, thank God. And the commander is just like, uh, feel free to relax in here while we get everything situated. I'll have uh, my uh, my operative come in to question you all. If yeah, yeah, question you all, and just just please make make yourself comfortable. And you see, he begins to walk back out. Anything you guys want to do? What is there in the pod? That can make me comfortable. There's a nice, there's a nice sofa there, and when you sit on it, it's very, uh, it's very cushiony and relaxing. And as you kind of like, kind of sink, sink into it, you, you see the monitor is, is mute, muted. You can't hear what's what's going on, but you see this this cool, badass little a- animation going on with, with this guy in like this awesome armor. And he's going around and and fighting a bunch of what looks like creepy little like black creatures that he that he's basically just killing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you I'm also to... you also see in the back there is there is a kitchen area with with a with a fridge and what looks like glasses on the on the counter and a, oh. a bunch a bunch of pantries as well. Uh, what's in the fridge? You go over, over and open the fridge, and there's a lot of alcohol. Oh. <sighs> now that's what I thought with relaxing. <laughs> anything, uh, anything uh, hard? Uh, there is a rugs plug inside there that you know is pretty hard. A rugs plug. Yep. Alright. I'll take a rugs plug and plug <laughs> it into my drops and have a swig. I think I'll perch on the edge of the sofa, like on one of the sofa arms, because it's a little too comfortable for me, and uh, light up a cigar. Alrighty. You see the bartenders just kind of look looking between the three of you, waiting, <laughs> curious. I just kind of shuffles in, stands next to the couch. <laughs> so I doesn't need to drink. So this is just kind of all right. Okay. Yeah. Rox chooses to sit on a comfortable seat and just there, looking at the others. The bar- I imagine he takes up all of it. <laughs> the, the bartender he's is either. very, um, he's, he's getting very anxious. And you see he's continuing to look between the three of you, and then looking towards the door. Oh. Um, what? 
anyone more charming than me want to uh, reassure the bartender that we're not going to shoot up the place or something like that? Yeah, I'm wondering where I was told um, was told to put the bartender. I mean, this he wasn't told to put the bartender anywhere, except for take him along. So I, I yes, bartender, yes. <laughs> Would he like a rugs plug? Do you ask him? Why not? Dear fellow, would you like a rugs plug? Yeah, 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 yeah. Give, give, give me one, please, please. To the brim. They're in the, they're in the fridge. Sai Sai walks over to the fridge, grabs one, and hands it over. He takes it and he begins to chug, and chug, and chug. Lord Sifra, uh, Sai, he's the bartender, not us. <laughs> yeah, he's I think a, I think his hands are a little shaky, and who wants to work after I kind of gesture to out the door? Yeah, I suppose. Suddenly, you hear. Past the door, uh, the the actual ship's um, the ship's door opens, and you hear multiple footsteps coming through and entering. And then you see the commander return back to the chamber, and he looks over to the three of you, and you see an operative beside him, uh, a bit probably about like two feet shorter than him but uh and this this guy's pretty skinny he has this he has a silver hair that goes down and covering covering his his ear like the hair is covering his ears a bit and the hair goes down to around his 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 uh neckline and he looks around and is like hello uh commander Kutter here says that you three uh helped save this gentleman and his nephew as well. And he looks between the three of you. That's quite right. Never leave a member of the squadron behind. (laughs) Um, One of of the few non- um, Affected people we've come across, yeah. Of course, we lend a hand to keep it that way. Yeah, yeah, we, we did well. Yeah, they did well, <laughs> and they saved me. Hmm. I'm gonna guide him to the couch and <laughs> make sure he's sitting down. Um. And replace pop, pop him on replace the, the alcohol with some water. <laughs> I think uh, you might have to pop him on a rock's lap. The com- the commander lo- looks over. It's like, uh, this is Operative Mika. He will be asking you a few questions about what occurred, and we will be taking you to our command post to keep you safe and probably just 
see what you can do to help us with this situation that's been getting well out of hand. I'd love to be of any assistance resolving this before it becomes something bigger than it already is. Thank you. Mika? He nods uh, to his operative as the operative kind of looks over between the, uh, the four of you but now kind of focusing on the three of you as he can tell that the, the bartender is very much drunk. <laughs> Probably not going to be much help. Um, but the commander leaves the lounge and the operative pulls up a little stool and sits in front of you guys. And then he, you see him look over towards the monitor and he goes and kind of shuts it off. So there's no distractions. So, um, can you relate to me exactly what occurred before we arrived? I was, um, hired to help with public relations. So, and after the, I, I'm sure you have the reports in after the event at, um, I gestured to our bartender friend at this gentleman's workplace. We decided to go over and do a couple interviews and see what happened exactly there. While we were there, we were accosted by a couple very well-affected folks. Um, we managed to subdue quite a few of them. There were a couple casualties. Um, I took a hold of um, each of their com comms. Uh, they were getting messages in messages. I was able to read it and intercept it. Um, they give me a really funky feeling uh, if you're not prepared or have support to deal with it. I do not recommend viewing the messages alone. I see. Uh, they were, we, we left the bar to go over to Man Station. We ran into, um, ran into the nephew. And there was a conundrum happening over by the fountain. Uh, we, I received a message that they were going to perform an execution, that they were hunting They were going to execute me. They were going to execute me. And he kind of points to <laughs> himself. Gonna, <laughs> I give him a pat. They were going to execute this gentleman right here. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we took the risk of using one of the comms to hopefully negate the crowd a little bit some of them and told them that they were unaffected in the opposite direction hopefully we didn't screw over some other civilians in that process um no, it, so it, some of the crowd parted it seemed it seemed that was, uh, that was probably the best move that you guys made um and we were able to, to neutralize that situation oh thank goodness um, um and you see the bartender leans over to a rock hey 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 and he starts poking a rock's shoulder hey big guy a rock, a rock t 
turns over to his shoulder and looks down at him <laughs> and then tilts his head. Uh, yes. Hey, hey, do you see my wife? Was she in that big group? Finally. Did you kill her? Please tell me you didn't kill um, her. That's the thing. Um, you see... Did Aroxy any females in the group? No, actually. No. There, there, there were no females, actually. It was quite odd, to be honest. Hmm. Ah, that's Arak, a thing to note. Aroxy... Turns to the bartender and says, No. I saw no females. Huh. Huh. Alright. Okay. And he, like, looks down, and you see the operative is just kind of, like, sitting there, waiting for this exchange to be done. And then looks over towards you all. And says, "All right. Well, if this whole situation went down exactly as you as you say, uh, I would like to take a look at the messages, if possible. We we haven't been able to pinpoint the direct location of wherever this effect is coming from, but we do believe there to be." someone who has infiltrated the ranks of, of the administration and is causing all this to be to happen that does make sense I I do have a couple spare comms I'd like one just to keep track of everything myself but I hand over two of the comms to Micah okay he takes it and he, he checks them out as he goes to check check them out, uh, he he kind of looks at them for for a moment, and he's like, "You know what? It's probably better that I hand this to my tech, the tech ops." Um, in the meantime, again, make sure that they have somebody readily available to knock them out if they start acting weird. Probably for the best precaution, I could probably give you. Right. Uh, do you know exactly like what causes this? Is there some kind of fre- frequency that emits from the codex when um, the message is read, or the message is in what language was it again? It's in Psyox. The message is in Psyox. Um, there, as far as I can tell, there's no weird frequency coming from the phone. Uh, the people affected have taken to humming a tune that I will not repeat unless we have a safe area somebody willing to knock me out if I go weird and somebody will uh, somebody with earplugs willing to knock out other people if they go weird if that tune is needed to be heard good at knocking things out Arok says all right. That you are. <laughs> I'm not very good at knocking things out. But we're still alive. 
I mean, I my main. I mean, I don't really do non-lethal. I think you probably noticed. Do you have extra or spare non-lethal weapons for our friend? Ah, uh, we do. And he looks Marmaduke up and down, and it's like. We do, but uh, we don't have bows. Yeah. If that is your preferred weapon of choice. Well, it is, unfortunately. Perhaps some sort of neurotoxin that could uh, disable somebody. That might work. I could coat the arrow tips in that and pop someone in the leg or spleen or other such appendage. I can see what we can come up with. Um, but for now, I I think it'd probably be wisest for you three to try to avoid confrontation with the citizenry. As of now. I prefer that as well. Alright, well... Provided confrontation doesn't... Provided confrontation avoids us, that should be... Shouldn't be a problem. The commander will come up with a... Sound plan to... Get to the bottom of all this. And I feel that the three of you will probably be needed... In this endeavor. I don't know if you've heard the rumors going around town, but there was supposed to be a meeting at midnight sometime, and with the current situation, that brings me we, a, another we side had, of worry. We had some command officers pick up information about this meeting, which is supposed to be held, I believe, behind the uh, Tucker Hall. So, um, yeah, there is a potential chance that we will, we will most likely have to take care of that, but we're going to need people to go into Tekra Hall and examine the administration as much as the commander wouldn't want to do so, as he has a... He is close to the mayor. We need to find out who's behind all this. Exactly. Has anybody seen the mayor in recent weeks? The commander hasn't actually spoken to him for the past two weeks or so now. So, it's been but some that time. That brings me concerned. Yes. But we do know for certain that he is within the hall. Just hasn't seemed to come out. Anyways, and he kind of stands up. I believe the ship will be landing shortly. And he 
goes over to the door. Um, when we arrive at the post, uh, we'll come and get you and you can exit with us. Just in case there might Agreeable. be... Just in case there might be some kind of group around us when we get in, get outside. And he goes and leaves the lounge. As he leaves the lounge, you see the bartender lean leans over to onto Rock's arm, his his bicep, and he kind of like relaxes his head on it, and he's just <laughs> like, <sighs> Rock just sits uh, upright, looking over towards Sai and Marmaduke nonchalantly. Letting the the prime lean against him. You guys, uh, you guys do this often. You you save people. Uh, Together as a group, that's new. Um, as intense as as this, also new. What do you think it is? You guys are like investigators or some something, right? And again, you guys don't really look like you guys don't really look like investigators, to be honest. No, I imagine not. Do you have any ideas of what it could be? Anything? Anything? Oh, well, there are some interesting things going on, aren't there? Something to do with music. Oh, okay, he's he's asleep. Okay, good. Uh, I turn to the rest of you, I'm like, so what do you guys know? It, it might be, I have an inkling, I'm not sure, it's not my area of research. Um... Look, him being asleep is um, immaterial to the point I was about to make. <laughs> this thing spreads through music. Well, Not it seems to spread through a number of ways. There's the text in that funky language, and then there's the music, which seems to trigger something. Music, resonance, vibration, it could be something like that. Oh, did I say Psyox? I meant Voltanian. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it was in Votinian. Okay. And the second point is one that we didn't consider before, isn't it? That there were no ladies among the band that attacked and try well that attacked us and tried to kill him. I mean they were also trying to kill us, to be fair, but yeah, that also tried to us? kill us, but they mentioned something about dreaming, didn't they? Well, yeah. they were, certainly, apparently, I was in their dreams, and, you know, why wouldn't I be with this mustache? <laughs> but it stands to reason that if I were in their dreams, then you two would also be in their dreams. We have reason to believe that someone in the hall has affiliated with themselves with this movement um 
that could be where they got their knowledge <laughs> of us. Could well be. Oh, what was happening again? I think I think you should go back to Penn. Oh, yeah. Eric turns to the bartender says, <laughs> investigating. <laughs> Suddenly, you guys do hear uh, the spacecraft begin to lower and go and land as it turns, as it goes and begins to power off. You, you make an interesting point there, Sai. If someone is an insider and has knowledge of us, they must have spread that to the townsfolk who are in, infected, in quotation marks, for with whatever this is. Suddenly, the Perhaps door spread psychically. The door opens up, and you see the commander enter back in. He's like, "All right." You three, uh, come, Wakshi. Uh, he looks at him, at, at the bartender, laying down now in a rock's lap as he kind of like <laughs> fell down. <laughs> and he's like, um, you can probably leave him in here. We'll, we'll lock up the ship and make sure he's fine and monitor him. But the three of you, so please. Would you guess my pillow? As pleasant as his company is. I would like to not do a third rescue mission. Eric nods his head and then, without hesitation, gets up from the sofa. He, you get sure the you get up <laughs> as uh, as uh, the the bartender's head kind of like plops back down in, into the cushion. And he looks up. He's like, oh, oh. Uh, and he falls back asleep. <laughs> After making sure that the bartender didn't fall on the floor or anything, he then uh, turns towards the commander, then to Sai, back at Marmaduke, and then walks between Sai and Mar- uh, the commander to stand aside. Otherwise, he'd be in the way, taking up so much room. Let's get you guys all... All over to the this guy. You guys need to change the size of your characters, though. Uh, I'll do that. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, where have we gone? Into the black void. <laughs> into the black void. Uh, uh, <laughs> everyone into position. It's, it's a little bit down. It's a little bit down from the actual map. <laughs> for those who, for those audience members who cannot see, we have we have a huge map that is uh, of the city, and then uh, like probably about a, a, like a pixel below that map is another little map <laughs> for the command post. It's it's, it's uh, surprisingly to scale. Yes. All of this is on top oh, of the I core see map. Black. You only see black. Yeah, we are. We're just sitting on a corner of a pixel right now. 
Um, is the submap? Hold on. Is it both the players? How about that? Yes. Can you see? There we go. And we are underneath now. Okay. Yes. Hey. Yay! You so you guys you guys enter through the door that you see right here. As you exit out of the ship and enter into this command post. And the commander, along with his squadron, is walking with you. You see what looks like Mika. Hey, Mika standing there, and you notice that he is actually a yen. And then you... Yen solidarity. Yes, yes. <laughs> I say as I'm a sin. <laughs> uh, oh. And then you also see the tech op. His, you, you are introduced to him as, as Seville. Who also has uh, your codex, the, the codex that that Mika gave to him, and he he looks like he is uh, another prime. He's he's about the same height as as Mika, and then that this he he has he has a blo- he has a bit of blonde hair, uh, curly curly blonde hair and and blue eyes, and. Then you also have the Enforcer Recto, who is a Reticon, actually. And he has he has a bit of a, a a darkish green skin tone to him. And he's a bit he's a bit thinner than than that of a rock. And he he kind of walks in in the back of everyone. And occasionally he looks over towards you, Arak. As you guys enter inside the command post, you see the commander kind of takes you over to the what looks like the, the table there for you guys to kind of take a seat. <laughs> Can we go on the other side of the table? Yes, you may. Good. Because I want to have an eye on the door. There. Also missing the... Is there a token missing? Yeah, there is a token missing. It is the Tech Op Seville, S E V O L, if you want to spell it. It's generating a label. Hold on. Let's sit in solidarity with the squadron. Here we are. There. Uh, he's not. He's not a yen. He's a prime. The Mika's the yen. And it's a S E V O L. Sorry. Uh, probably best if uh, 
I just make the token and then you name them because <laughs> I don't have your script. Oh, here, I got it. There we go. You can delete that one. Yeah, there's four of them. And the commander comes up to the three of you. He's like, Alright. So, um, your name's again, uh, Sai. Iraq Marmaduke, correct? Correct. Acceptable. Marmaduke 9, but Marmaduke will be fine. Right. Do you, do you need the full? Well, yes, yeah, sort of. No, no, I meant... I was sorry. Sorry, Marmaduke. No, you're good. Um, I meant... I meant towards the officer. Do you need the full name for records? Um, if you can just uh, hand, hand over your, your identification and we can, I'll have the tech ops take care of it. I, so I hand over the whole Cypherness Medine Atiz long ass name. <laughs> uh, Savol takes your, your IDs and then he seems to scan them with his own codex. Alright, you are, you are good. And he nods to the commander. And the commander looks between the three of you. So, Mika explains to me that you, well, you saved the bartender back there, which is exactly what Tatan, Tatan said. And you've witnessed a few of these events so far, as they've gotten worse. You said something about some kind of tone and messages. Correct. Uh, I have our, I have Savol here, checking out the messages. But as we've checked the whatever the message board it, it is, there are no messages that have come come through. Um, I've screenshot some of these messages, right? Yeah. Hmm. I send that data to the disposable comms. Okay. You you send that, and you see he, uh, Civil begins to kind of check them out, and the commander looks over and is like, what we know is that we haven't been fully in contact with the administration as of late mainly because we were told to stand down by the the assistant to the mayor uh, Reggie he specifically said that the mayor wants to try to do this in a peaceful manner and the and that they wanted to put some kind of festival on to bring the people together. But 
I mean, we couldn't really stand by and have all this going down, so we we had sent out some command officers to ask around town, and then a few of them came back with one injured leg. And we have no idea what happened except for the fact that his leg got snapped and he didn't even know. He, he, he blinked out completely. Do you... Sounds familiar. Do you three know of this? Or of what occurred? The incident, yes. We're familiar. Unfortunately, we just sort of missed it. Eric nods his head. I was there. And you missed it. Well, there was a rather large crowd. We got down... It was in, uh... It was in the inn where your, uh... Where that innkeeper that we rescued was from. And there was a large crowd of people all gathered very close. And your command staff were rather skittish. Yes. I had them... I had them uh, transferred, so they're not going to be assisting us here. Transferred and monitored, right? From what we know. From what I got a little... From what my men have seen... From what my men have seen, they haven't been affected. Which begs the question, what kind of person is affected by this? These attempts at controlling people's minds. Well, that was a question we were pondering also. And? You come up with anything? Speculation at this point. Um, Sai, what was the, uh, the language again? These messages were in. They were in Votanian. 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 The messages were in Votanian. There is something to do with the makeup of the messages or or something like that. Perhaps they trip our internal implants in some way. Or they try or they affect our minds but they also there's also that song which we will not hum in here even though it's very catchy probably by design that also seems to uh, draw them together and we've noticed that only only chaps have been affected at least only chaps have attacked us. Commander. And you see the commander looks back at Civil. 
I, Voltanian is specifically spoken by many of the nobility of, well, of the Alliance and, well, of us here on the harbor. Uh, perhaps it's one of the, perhaps it's some kind of nobility, like, that is able to do such a thing, but, I mean, the commander looks back, it's like, well, we know that it, it has to be one of, at least one of the administration. Uh, our, all of our thoughts, our speculation leads to Reggie. There's one more thing. Mm-hmm. That song. I recognized it. You not, did. not by name precisely, but a prior associate used to hum the same song, and it had certain lyrics to it, although I can't remember the lyrics, I'm afraid. I see. So this is an old, old... And which one of you is connected with the administration? Uh, I'd raise one hand. I'm like, I've been working with the administration these past few weeks in hopes of quelling... Uh, public uprest. Things have changed fast. Yes. And what is your take on the the people in the administration? Have you seen any kind of strange happenings amongst the people there in the hall? seen the mayor for for ages which concerns me um reggie has been the one delivering and handing out any any decree or signed form from there um one of my compatriots was nervous talking to reggie but anything concrete it's it's all speculation at this point. I see. Hmm. All right. So here's the plan. We know that there is going to be a gathering midnight tonight. Most likely an attack on the hall. But this might be a distraction. What we want you three to do is go into the hall and assure the people there that they are safe, but try to try to get information out of them. We will have comms on each, each of you, hidden comms, so that we can hear the discussions happening. And then we'll we'll see who who bites the bullet, so to speak. 
We want you to target specifically Reggie, though. Find out who he's tied with. Do you have any doubts about Reggie? Any of you? The situation's suspicious. But he hasn't said or done anything in front. Um, if you can get a hold of Avori Tan. Avori Tan seemed nervous talking to Reggie earlier. Well, I would leave that to but, you three, as we are going yeah. to have to quell the whatever uprising is happening outside before it blows over. So, questioning all of the members of the administration is your priority. And How much time do we have until midnight? Well, we got a few hours, so... Probably about... We have about seven hours now, till midnight. If you can get it done, figure it out before this ordeal blows over, then we can put a stop to this. Does that sound reasonable to the three of you? Of course. And you two points at Marmaduke and Iraq. You two came here as hunters, correct? Indeed. So you'll be hunting. Understood? And I'm sure the mayor's the mayor will be very pleased to have this all this whole ordeal behind him and he will compensate you rather rather well will be done he says good all right mika recto and you see recto step forward yes commander mika comes up yes i want you two to Escort them directly to the hall and set up a perimeter around the hall as well. Yes, Commander. And then uh, he looks back at Civil. And I want you to try to figure out exactly how the messages get into people's heads. And Savola's like, of course, Commander, I'll see what I can muster up. Should I uh, see about possibly getting one of the townswomen here as well and see what, why they are not affected or why they have not been out and about? And 
com- the commander kind of thinks for a moment, and he's like, "Only if they are willing, and only if." Hmm. Agree to the risks that, as we know them. No, we won't. We won't risk it. Focus on the actual messages themselves. If another one comes out, we'll try to. We'll try to see what we can. Discover about them. All right. All right, and I will be, um, trying to. Investigate further the town issues, specifically about the females myself. Sound good, everyone? All right with that? Yeah. No, nods his head. All right, then let's move out. And you see, Recto and Mika begin to escort you back to the vessel. And you all head out. The door to the vessel opens the pod. And you guys enter inside Mika. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Uh, Mika goes over over and, and gets to the cockpit and he starts up the pod to take you guys to Tekra Hall and upon reaching the hall after about another 20 minute 20 minutes or so flying time you reach the outside and both Recto and Mika begin to form a perimeter around the hall and watch their rears as the three of you enter back into the hall where everything kind of kind of started a little bit with the three of you. It is empty. You don't see anyone on the bottom floor. What do you do? Where would Avori's office be? It's in the it's in the far far back on the second floor. You guys uh, will have to walk up the the stairs and kind of walk down the hallway, which will pass by. Uh, let me check all the actual names. I have to scroll back on our messages. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, there um, we go. There Avori we go. Talk, Avori, um, yeah. yeah, you got it. Uh, so it's gonna be past. It's gonna be past uh, Fre- Frezo's, Frezo Undez, his, his room, and also it's gonna be past uh, Avina's as well. I mean, if I see any of them, I'd like to talk to them, but I think should we move as quietly as we could? 
I think so, but we should also uh, just keep an ear out, just keep in case. It... Walk casually, but quietly. <laughs> uh, so casually but quietly. So I am assuming a stealth check and a perception check for everyone. All right. Stealth first. And then Perception Oh damn Well stealth was alright But perception maybe wasn't I finally got some perception I can see something 20 and 20 for both 20 and 20 Right Stealth Haha <laughs> I don't have anything on stealth. Stealth is a nine plus agility, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So eight, uh, 18. And then perception is with will. And I think that was a 12, 13. Arc stealth's a 16 and perceives a 17. All right. As you as you three begin to step up the stairs quietly, you can't hear anything up the stairs. Usually this this place echoes pr- pretty loudly. Uh you're you're being quiet enough to where it it's not picking up any echoes of your foot of your feet as you kind of peek around the corner down down the hall um you see the the pillars that are holding up the the oh, the ringed the ringed uh ceiling it, it almost looks like a cathedral in, in a way and you are able to see down like as you're on like some kind of balcony area as you look down and you see the the bottom floor where with the altar and the and all the Basically, with the place where all the people are supposed to come in, and well, they're they're all supposed to hear like a, a town, like have towns meetings inside here. Uh, you also see what looks like in the corner of your eye, there is one of the doors are are opened. The chamber, you know, is Ivina's chamber. Uh, sigh that is open currently uh, cracked open a little bit uh, but Avori's is closed as you head down you passed you you pass Frezzo's whose whose door is also closed but when you walk past Avina's chamber who got them as a perception sigh and a rock you are able to hear a little bit of muttering inside Ivina's chamber a rock you don't understand what the muttering is sigh you hear Votanian being spoken and it sounds like 
It sounds like... Give me one moment. Let me check. It sounds like Avina's voice. And she says... Fraser, I, I... I don't understand. Why should we... Why should we stay here? We shouldn't we go out and try to help the people? Like, try to figure this all out? Go talk to the command, the commander. I mean, the mayor hasn't even come out of his chamber for I don't know how long. What is Reggie doing? And as you pass by, are you going to wait and listen or are you going to continue on? I'll, I'll wait and listen. Um, I'm gonna d- send a quick calm to the commander, saying that Avina seems clear of corrupt of this particular brand of corruption. Okay, and as you wait and listen, and you and you send that message out, uh, you hear Frizel say, "I'm I, I'm not sure. I I." I'm not sure if it's very wise to go out there. We don't even know how this is happening in the first place. And honestly, I think having the mayor here and not coming out has helped us make make sure that he hasn't been corrupted in any way. I mean, imagine if he was if he was corrupted by this whole ordeal. What would happen? And you hear Evina say, I guess that makes sense. But still, I fear for our city. And even then, we need, we need the Alliance's backing. We need, we need to get the mayor out there to the Senate and try to get some kind of some kind of reinforcements for this some invest like investigative network or something to help us I don't think bounty hunters are are the solution to this perhaps you're right but still I think we should just wait and see we have some people on this. And yes, they, mo- they might be bounty hunters. But Reggie has faith faith in them. Do you stay? Or do you continue? Uh, both Arak and Marmaduke, are you going on ahead? Or are you kind of like staying there waiting for Sai? This isn't new information. We're not getting ideas or clues out of this. I think I think we should move on. Arak chooses to move on as well. Alright. You move on. As you as you all continue to move on. Um, the door is closed to 
Avori's chamber. What do you do? Gonna open it. Gonna open it. Gonna open it. You go and turn the knob to to the chamber, and it very quietly. I would like you to roll me a stealth check. You are able to open it quietly, and then it opens up, and you see behind a desk is sitting there a Vori Tan, and she just kind of sits there looking at a codex on her desk. And she's reading something. Are the three of you entering, or well, what's going on? Are you? She has a she has direct line of she technically has direct line of sight of the door. She's just looking down currently, so she hasn't noticed that you guys have come in because you've only creak like creaked the door open a little bit, and you can see inside. I'll do a gentle, quiet knock and, and open up the door a little more before stepping inside. Okay, you do a gentle knock, and she looks up, and you step inside. Do the other two step inside? I step inside to support side. Uh, oh, it does. All right. Marmaduke? Yes. You step inside as well? I'll take one last look around, make sure the coast is clear, okay. and then I will join everyone inside. I would like you to roll me a perception check, please. Okay. Hey. <laughs> nice. Observes the 13. Uh, that would be a, I think, an 18. Let me just double check that. Oh, no, it's not an 18. It's less. It's a 16. 16? I think so. 16. 16, yes. All right. As you kind of look back and forth, you notice in the crease of the door of Athena's chamber, a bulbous eye is staring at you. And then... Bulbous eye, you say? Looks like Frezzo's eye. More intelligence analyze the <laughs> eye of a Negonian. I'm going to uh, I'm going to alert the other two. You are still you are still yeah you are still out, outside of of the door. 
as Psy have has already gone inside as well as Iraq. Uh, all right. I mean, if I'm the only one here, I'm going to uh, have a have a good jolly old look at this thing. You. So you're going to stare oh, direct? Are you going to stare directly at it, or are you going to try to like kind of glaze over it? I'm going to sort of try and study. I don't want to look directly into it, but I want to sort of study it. Okay, well, it... Like where, what it's connected to. And, it, and it looks like... It, it, so it, it's in the crease of the door, and it looks like the eye of of Frezo Undez, the Nugonian that you had met before with when you first met. So when you when you say it's a it's an eye, is it like an eye it looks like someone is peering through yes. a crack in the door? Yes. But it's a big it's a big eye peering through because Nugonians have big eyes. <laughs> I'm not I'm not very subtle. So I just want to I have Sai and Arak's calm. I just want to give them a quick tap, and then I want to say, "Good evening, Frezzo." Do you wait? So, so you you click on you click on the calm, and then you say, "Good evening, yes, good evening, Frezzo." I just want to sort of tap them to alert them that there's something going on, and then I say, "Good evening, Frezzo." All right. So, you the two of you uh, get a little uh, fr- from the comms that the that the that core command the the squadron gave you the commanders gave you you are uh, able to hear a little like tap in your ear, and then you hear "Good evening, Frezzo" from Marmaduke. As you guys have, as Arak and and Sai are inside the chamber of Avori, who is now looking at you, Sai, her head kind of tilting, and we're going to, uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna do Marmaduke first, okay? Let's just do Marmaduke first. Right. <laughs> yes. Marmaduke, you say this, and the door to Avina's chamber opens up wider, and you see Frezzo look out, and it's like, "Did you?" And Sai and the other one figure out what's going on. Find the people. He steps forward. Look, I think we'd have a... I... I don't know why you're... Why were you spying on, on me? I have a... And, uh... Go ahead and roll me... Do you have the analyzed knowledge? I don't believe I do. Go ahead and roll me a straight intellect then. Uh, 
Great intellect, you say. Is nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. You see, he he kind of looks down for a moment, and examining his body language, he seems like he's kind of he's kind of anxious, and he's like, "I, I'm sorry, I." I've become nervous about the people coming in here and dealing with everything going on. I don't know who to trust anymore. We don't know who to trust anymore. So we just stay here and wait until... Until you've... Hopefully you've gotten some answers, correct? Your nerves are... Understandable. But we are here to investigate. Let us investigate. Here. In, in when we have when we have something super concrete. You're in- I'm sure we'll let you know. You're investigating here in the hall. Well, who know? Who knows? You know, Sai and and Iraq. They might have blown this whole thing wide open while we've been chatting here. Really? You see, he approaches slowly. All right. Well, and he looks down, and then he looks up at you. It's like, um, thank you for assisting, doing all that you can to help us. And you see he smiles. I'd like you to roll me a discipline wall check. Discipline roll, you say? I do have some of that. That runs off of will, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Oh, dear. That's oh, dear. Thir- 13, I think. 13? 13. 13. We're going to... We're going to... Uh, jump back over to a rock and sigh real quick. So as you, as the two of you enter, you hear Marmaduke say that in your ear, and you begin to kind of hear the background conversation going on a little bit, but you see Avori stand up, and she's like, um. Can I help you? What was your name? Sifra. Hi, please. Sai. 
And I don't believe we... We have been introduced. She looks over towards you, Arak. Arak gently turns towards her and says, I am Arak of Antamin. A pleasure. Can I help the two of you? Maybe, hopefully. More like, you seemed... You seemed worried earlier, and I was hoping to check in with you while we had a spare moment in between a couple leads. Worried? When? I, I saw you chatting with Reggie earlier. Oh. Oh, yes, um... I mean, I think we're all kind of worried, but... Yeah, I'm, I've just been worrying about the whole issue going on outside with the citizenry. <clears throat> um, but... Have they seen the big battle? <laughs> okay, I'm assuming they haven't, which is strange. Mm-hmm. And you see, she looks up, it's like, um, I don't believe I... Yeah, I, I, I know that. I, I, if I seem anxious around you, I'm, I, I apologize, but I, I, I am a little bit nervous. I just, I should be better. I should, I should have a better grip on my, on myself. Being a diplomat is all. I does a little nervous chuckle and look looks. Um, you are also me. you all are also overhearing like through the calm still the conversation between Marmaduke and Rezo uh, I'm just assured that Rezo's not peeking into the room and they're talking mm-hmm. so I can talk freely here um uh, I, I do a I do a I, I look at her, I'm like, I am running completely on anxiety for the last three weeks. I get it. I am so sorry that this is all happening with my, with what is going on. I, and you see, she kind of looks down and she's like, I, I, and then you suddenly hear over the over the calm it sounds like the conversation outside goes quiet oh and um and then you hear the door open up and you see Marmaduke is standing there and as he steps forward. I need to check. I need to check this real quick. Mr. Um, Marmaduke, what is your, um, what's it called? Your ranged 
damage. Oh, he dropped no. his call. His call dropped. Pause everything. <laughs> Dang it. Very on. We need uh, him. Appropriate. Yeah, it's perfect timing. <laughs> perfect oh. timing. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, he, he's written it down. I see it. I got it. Um, I am going to... Check that. So he has a light range of plus 3, plus agility, 9, so 12. Yep, 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 yep. D8 plus 3, so 6. Um, so, Maraduke's internet probably crashed on him, so he he's not here, But which is actually perfect because Marmaduke comes inside and with... A split second, you see him pull out his bow, knocks an arrow, and aims it directly at Avori. What would the two of you like to do? Quickie block, I tackle. You got yeah. a, you got a second right now as he goes and 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 knocks it, and he's about to let let it go. Rock chooses to. Uh... Hurl himself towards Avori's desk and tries to do a block maneuver. Okay, go ahead and roll block. And uh, well, what are you doing, Sai? Um, I'm I'm tackling and going for the legs. A rock blocks with a twenty-four. You easily are able to block the arrow with with your arms and your armor, as your armor takes uh, one point to to its threshold, and it kind of dents in a, l- a little bit. But the arrow just kind of falls to the ground, which was going straight for Avori's heart. And uh, I would like you, Sai, to roll me a brawl, please. It's uh just plus strength, right? Uh yes. Yeah. Let's see it. Let's see it. <laughs> I don't have a great eleven. Oh, oh, you're back. <laughs> Welcome back, Marm. <laughs> Sorry, my will my discipline role was so bad it kicks me off the fucking internet. Yeah, um, for the situation. Ooh, let's be honest; yeah. it was kind of ironic. It was pretty ironic, and actually pretty perfect for everything that's going on right now. Um, so what'd you get on your? That's uh, mind control. Uh, on your, on 11. your brawl, eleven. Eleven. Uh, he he bar- he basically like rolls out of the way of 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 you, and then goes to kick you. In the back. Um, go ahead and roll defensive form. Seventeen. Seventeen. You're able to dodge out of the way of, of his kick, and he just stands there with his arrow knocked and ready for, ready to basically 
do what he does best. And that's where we'll end this session. What? Are you fighting me? You're fighting us. (laughs) Yeah. PVE turned into PVP. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, Marmaduke, you you are you don't know what's going on right now and we'll have to we'll have to talk about that stuff when we get to it I'll roll oh oh dear oh dear oh my I thank you for listening to a new squad be sure to check out the official new age live stream streaming bi-weekly Tuesdays on Twitch a link will be found in the description of this episode and if you want to be reborn yourself, you can subscribe as a Chosen to access Chosen Creation and exclusive Codex entries. Until next time, travelers, be safe, stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power. <laughs>